I've learned from all the different people that I've met that are older than me, the ones that, you know, have a young spirit and act young and have fun still, even though they're like in their 50s or 60s or whatever. Those are the people that really seem happy and, you know, have that like youth inside of them. You're listening to the Gangstar Creative Podcast, where we talk and share real strategies, real tactics, and real stories from me and my badass guests to help Gangstar Creatives and artists like you thrive in both your business and life. And I'm your host, Ivana. I'm an artist, creative entrepreneur, speaker, and best-selling author. Are you ready to annihilate the status quo of the starving artist? If so, let's get it! What up, Gangstars? It's your girl, Devana, and today, as you're listening to this episode, it is my 30th birthday! That was my little um, birthday dance I was just doing. But um, yeah, y'all, I turned 30 today. I feel old but young at the same time. So this episode is actually going to be a little bit different than what my other episodes are used to. I thought it would be fun since my birthday falls on a Monday when I release the Gangstar Creative Podcast episodes. I thought it'd be cool to share with you guys 30 life lessons that I learned in my 20s. Um, And they're not in any particular order. And they're not going to be, I'm not going to like fully elaborate on all of them because that would just make this episode super long, but I'm just going to briefly kind of hit, you know, the nail on the head on each of these talking points um, and share those 30 life lessons with you. And maybe some of these you've learned too. Um, and maybe some of them are some that you're going to learn for the first time by listening to this episode. So I'm going to just go ahead and dive right on in. All right, so life lesson number one, time goes faster as you get older. I know when you was younger, your friends, older friends, aunts, uncles, parents probably told you this, but that is a fact. I don't know why it is, but I know the older I got, the faster time goes, and it definitely kind of lights a fire in your ass um, to accomplish your goals and get shit done and make stuff happen in your life that you've always, you know, wanted to make happen. Um, I mean, hey, I'm 30 now. And I just remember when I was younger, I was always wonder like, well, I wonder what I'm going to be like when I'm 30. Definitely, you know, let me know if you had those thoughts too. I feel like we all did. But now I'm 30 and it's here and I just really can't believe it. So just know that it's really true. Time goes faster as you get older and I can only imagine how much faster it's going to go the older I get. And knowing this lets me know I can't fuck around and I gotta do what I need to do and achieve what I need to achieve. Life lesson number two. Real friends are hard to find. Let me tell you. And I'm not talking about like good friends. Like I feel like I have a lot of good friends or I've had a lot of good friends but like real friends they're really hard to find and I can only say I have you know less than a handful of real friends it just feels so hard to find people that you know vibe with you and are at your same you know frequency and have the same mindset Um, but that's what I'm excited for in my 30s is just finding those real friends. I feel like my 20s, I've made lots of friends and they, you know, had their specific, you know, reason to be in my life at the time, but I'm just really excited to, you know, 
make some new real friends, especially in this new chapter of me and my husband moving to Houston um, in a few months. So I know I didn't share that on podcast yet, so now you know. Number three, there's good debt and there's bad debt. So I don't know about y'all, but growing up, you kind of are already taught, you know, there's only bad kind of debt. Don't get credit cards, or if you do get credit cards, don't be spending on, you know, on a bunch of stupid stuff or on anything at all. But as I got older and got into the business world, I learned that there's actually good debt. And the good debt is when you go into debt when you're expecting to receive an ROI. Um, which is a return on your investment. So that was kind of like a mind-blowing moment for me in my mid-20s when I first stepped into my entrepreneurial journey because I realized that not all debt is bad. The bad debt is the stuff you spend on stupid stuff. But if you are going to use debt to be an investment and you know use it to actually build wealth and receive a return on that investment then that's good debt and that's the type of debt that you want to have and that you want to be in number four this one might offend y'all but uh college is a bullshit now I say this if, you know, unless you're like being a doctor or a lawyer, one of those professions that you absolutely need college, then yeah. But for me, it just wasn't for me and for a lot of people. I don't really think it's for you either um, because I went into a lot of debt to go into college to get my bachelor's degree and I didn't really think it was worth it. Same with my husband. Um, And I will say I didn't have like the full college experience because I didn't live on campus. I commuted to campus and didn't really like you know, have the party life or live in a dorm and all of that, you know, shit. But honestly, I could have learned all that stuff on my own and I could have used the money that I spent on college and invested that into like business coaches or just people who are doing the things that I want to learn. Um, And I could have used that to invest in, you know, online education and I don't know. I feel like it's not really our faults um, or our parents' faults. You know, it's kind of like the government teaching our parents that college is the right way and the only way because that helped our parents' generations. But when it came to us millennials, um, we kind of got the short end of that stick. So yeah, there's that. You know, if you're a young person listening to this and you're debating on whether to go to college, I honestly say don't. Um, Unless you have like a scholarship or unless you really know what you want to do and what you want to study. Don't just go just to go because you can get education um, in lots of different places. And me saying college is bullshit is not saying that education is bullshit. It's totally different. Two different things. Number five, your 20s are the perfect time to discover who you are. Um, I know when we're under our 20s, we feel like 20 is like you're old, but you'll realize when you're in your mid-20s that you're still a kid, like you're literally figuring out things and you're still figuring out how to be an adult. So definitely use your 20s to explore, to travel, to meet new people, make new friends, you know, have different relationships, experiment, do all the things because your 20s are literally the perfect time to discover who you are. And this leads me into lesson number six, where, you know, you're going to be discovering who you are in your 20s and trying to figure everything out, but you'll also learn that you'll never have everything figured out. You will not have everything figured out. You will be figuring out shit in your shit 
until you're old and wrinkly and you'll realize that life is just a long journey of figuring shit out and you're never going to figure it out and you have to kind of come to terms with that um, because when we're, we're younger, like I said, you think 20s are like you're old, but then when you are in your 20s, you realize you're literally just young and wild and free and you'll realize that you're still discovering who you are and that's not going to end when you hit 30, which I'm 30 and I'm still discovering who I am. And I'm still figuring everything out. So there's that. Sorry to disappoint you if you thought that there was going to be this like moment where you had everything figured out because sorry, y'all, it's not coming. Number seven, you are only as old as you feel. Now, obviously you're as old as you are, but I say this because as long as you feel young and you do things that make you feel young and you kind of act young, even though you, you should still be mature, um, you literally will stay youthful and you'll just have a lot more energy and you'll be more happier. And I know like for me, I feel like I'll always feel like I'm 25 and I've learned from all the different people that I've met that are older than me. They're the ones that, you know, have a young spirit and act young and have fun still even though they're like in their 50s or 60s or whatever those are the people that really seem happy and you know have that like youth inside of them and we don't want to be old and boring or at least I don't so just remember you're always only as old as you feel Number eight, your parents aren't always right. Man, when we were kids, did we always think our parents were right? We may not have agreed, but we always felt like if we didn't know the answer to something, they definitely will. Um, but as you get older and you start, you know, talking to your parents more and seeking for advice, at the end of the day, you have to do what's right for you, no matter if they disagree or not. So just know your parents aren't always right. Follow your gut, do what will make you happy even if it's scary because it's your parents. Um, and this is really because going into number nine, um, it's just because your parents are just people. As I got older, I learned that my parents are just people and they're just doing the best that they can. They only know what they know based off of their own life experiences. And because, you know, I had to learn that they're just people, I had to kind of disassociate myself as like the child and they're like the adult because um, I always felt like I put them on this authoritative pedestal, especially my father. Um, and I just had to really kind of disassociate that and just realize that, you know, they're both just people. They're not always right. Um, and you shouldn't fear them. You shouldn't feel inferior to them or s superior to them. Um, and you shouldn't judge them. You should just love them and be forgiving and be okay, you know, with who they are and just try to always nurture and continue to build your relationship. Life lesson number 10, the trauma you experience in your childhood doesn't go away when you get older. And this is why it's really important to grow your self-awareness and do the inner work, whether that's just with yourself, however you need to do it, or seeking out therapy or guidance from, you know, coaches or just people, um, because we all have childhood trauma and something that I learned as I, you know, grew into my now 30, your 30th year of life is that 
the trauma that I experienced as a child definitely has affected me as an adult. And it's something that I always continuously work through and it's something that's affected, you know, my jobs, it's affected my relationships with friends and with my husband. And so if this isn't something that you face or are scared to face, just know that it's not going to go away anytime soon. Um, and it won't go away until you face it and you address it and you, you heal and you work through it. And this goes into number 11, which is it's okay to ask for help. We as humans, we have pride, we have egos. And a lot of times we don't like asking for help. We don't like putting ourselves in vulnerable situations or looking vulnerable or we have a fear of being judged or whatever crazy idea it is or reason to you know not want to ask for help but it's okay to ask for help if you don't know how to do something ask if you need help with doing something ask if you are in a shitty situation and your back is up against the wall and you're about to be evicted from your home ask for help you need to not be scared to ask for help because not asking for help is just going to hinder you in life and you'll be surprised by how much love and warmth you'll receive from those that you do seek help from. Life lesson number 12 is it's okay to talk to a therapist. Um, This wasn't really a topic in my household, you know, talking to a therapist. My whole idea of a therapist came from what I saw on TV and in movies. And, you know, they kind of painted this picture of a therapist as like, oh, you're crazy or oh, you have crazy issues. Um, But as I got older, I learned that therapy should be like a thing for everybody no matter how good you feel and how good you are Um, because it's always good to talk out your feelings and things that you're going through because that really heals your soul and creates space in your mind to you know move forward in your life in all areas of your life so if you are going through issues right now or if you've never talked to a therapist I want you to know that literally it's okay It's not something you should feel judged by, even if it's, you know, a taboo in your family. Um, I definitely feel like it's something that should, everybody should do, um, especially if you are going through something. Seek out a therapist. They're not all expensive. They even have ones um, on apps where they're very affordable and they're like subscription-based. It's what I used when I was going through depression. Um, And I got to talk to my first therapist through the app and it helped me get through depression. So definitely know it's okay to talk to a therapist. And if you were wondering what app that was, it was called Talkspace. Hey gangstar, sorry to interrupt, but if you're enjoying this episode so far, stop what you're doing right now and share this podcast with your friends on social media or text it to a friend in your contacts. If you're a true gangstar and want to uplift and empower other creatives like I know you do, you're going to want to take a few seconds to do this now. Go ahead and pick your phone back up or click that browser tab that you're playing this episode in, hit that pause button and share it now. Hello, what are you waiting for? All right. Thank you for doing that. Now let's get back to the show. Life lesson number 13. You can literally create the life that you dream of. Now, during my entrepreneurial journey, I've been in invested in lots of different uh, masterminds, like high ticket masterminds, like above 30K masterminds, where I'm in a room full of people who invested that same amount and, you know, have incredible amounts of success in business and financially. And I've met so many people that have so many different types of lives, like from traveling around the world in RVs 
to just you know traveling and living in different countries like three months at a time working from their laptop and just enjoying the beach in Mexico like that type of thing I've seen people who live lives of success where they are you know traveling a certain amount of time in the year and then they go back into their business and then they spend a certain amount of time you know doing charity work and I mean, I've just seen all different types of lifestyles, honestly. And so whatever life that you want and dream of, just know that you can make it happen. It's super possible. And I believe the fastest way to make that happen is to find the people that are living that life that you dream of and ask them questions and pay them for their time. Pay to shadow them. Pay to ask them questions so they can give you more detailed answers. Whatever life you dream of, You can have it and just know that you are the only one that is standing in the way of achieving whatever that dream or life is. If you fuck up your credit in your 20s, it's okay. You're going to be all right. Um, Even if you mess up your credit later in your life, in your 30s, 40s or whatever, it's okay even then. You know, I was originally taught, you know, debt is bad. You shouldn't have, you know, bad credit. You should always have good credit. Well, me and my husband messed up our credit by um, investing into our business. And you know what? We don't regret it. We don't regret any of the debt we went into because it all went into our business and all the things that we needed to do to achieve the success that we wanted. And we also learned that there's people out there called credit repair people and credit repair businesses that help people like us and maybe you if you have bad credit um, fix your credit in a short amount of time. So literally we had bad credit, we hired somebody to fix our credit and now we're smooth sailing. And you know what? We moving on up to the top to the deluxe apartment in the sky. Alright, I'll stop my bad singing for y'all, but if y'all would know and watch the Jeffersons, you know what's up. Anyways, just know that if you have bad credit, it's alright, it's gonna be okay. They have people to fix it for you. I know they say it takes like seven years, but literally these people can fix it in a year or less, or, you know, under two years. Anything beats those seven years, so just know that you are Gucci. Number 15, just because people are rich doesn't mean they're bad people. I know growing up, I, you know, didn't know any millionaires or any really rich or wealthy people. So I kind of had my own interpretation based off of, you know, what people said, the media, movies, all of that. Um, And a lot of times society doesn't paint wealthy people to be very good or nice people. But as I've been in the entrepreneurial space and have been in rooms with lots of different people with lots and lots of money, I've learned that because people have money and just because people are rich they're usually actually pretty good people um a lot of the people that rich people that i've met they actually do really good in the world um and it's actually cool because we because of that like weird stupid random belief that rich people are bad people that a lot of people have um it kind of limits us from achieving abundance and you know achieving wealth because We have this negative connotation around money and the association to having a lot of money, then we're not going to have it ourselves. But what I've learned is that, you know, a lot of times rich people use the money to actually do really awesome things in the world. Now, are there, you know, rich people who are terrible people? Absolutely. Yes, (laughs) there's lots of them. Um, But just 
know that you shouldn't judge people if they do have money and just know that they probably are doing a lot of good things with that money even if you don't think they are because of whatever your you know beliefs were in the past so get rid of that belief if you have that belief so that you too can be rich and do amazing things in this world with the money and abundance that you receive life lesson number 16 personality tests help strengthen relationships even if you're not in a relationship definitely take personality tests um they've helped me in my relationship with my husband like tenfold and just helps you really understand who you are as a person one of the few favorite um tests that i like is um the love language test so you get to learn what your top five love languages are and that helps you learn how you like to receive love the most and how you like to give love um the disc personality test d-i-s-c Uh, is a really great personality test to learn kind of like your personality in a work setting and this test is free it's by Tony Robbins so you can google that and take that test and then my third favorite test is the 16 personalities test Um, you can just google 16 personalities it's based off of the Myers-Briggs test and that one actually helped me and uh, Kevin my husband exponentially in a relationship because we are literally opposite polar opposite in personalities when it comes to that test as well as the disc personality which is why we do work so well too because we kind of balance each other out but it's also why we clash a lot and do argue um and by taking those tests um I even paid for like the more in-depth booklet that goes into my type of personality so I can learn more about myself and also learn more about my husband um and it just helps you and your partner both understand who you are and how you can better communicate, how you can better um, solve issues quicker, um, how you can make each other feel more heard, how you, what kind of words that each person should use to communicate, like all the things. Um, it really helps clear things up and it really is kind of like a fun thing to do if you haven't done those types of things in your relationships. Um, even with like your parents or your friends, like it's really good to know what kind of personalities they have, what their love languages are, you know, how they act in a work setting. Um, even the dispersonality tests we make people fill out when they're applying to work on our team so that we know what kind of work personality they have and if, you know, they um, would fit in in our dynamic. So definitely check those out. Life lesson number 17 there are so many different ways to make money. Um, we kind of grow up thinking we have to work like a nine to five or we have like the typical part-time job. Um, maybe it's just waiting tables. Maybe it's just retail. Maybe it's just corporate America, but literally there are tons of ways to make money, especially now with technology and the internet. Um, like I had said earlier, like fuck college because there are so many different ways to be successful and make money. Um, just do a simple Google search and YouTube and you'll find some seeds and based off of those seeds you find, what I mean by that is just like, you know, just different ideas of how you can make money. And then when you find things that interest you dive a little bit deeper, maybe invest into yourself and invest in a course to learn that specific way to make money that interests you. You know, there's like trading, there's starting your own businesses, there's e-commerce, there's lots of things. I even met like a kid in a that was like 18 or 19 or 20 or something from Canada one time. And he was in the flying squirrel business and he was making bank doing that. 
Um, so, but now he does real estate. So there's so many different ways to make money, guys. Um, and I've met so many successful people that make a lot of money, all different ages from 15 and all the way to 70, uh, that make money in all different unique ways. So definitely do some research, talk to people. The quickest way to find out how to be successful and make money is to ask those that are successful and make money. Um, so yeah, number 18, success is defined by you and only you. And this is so important because, you know, with social media, it's easy to get caught up in what other people have and what other people are achieving and have achieved. But honestly, what really matters is whatever success means to you. Um, So if you haven't already, make sure you take out a piece of paper or pull up a document on your computer and really ask yourself that question and dive deep into that and figure out what does success look like to you. Is it a certain amount of money? Is it being able to provide for your family? Is it a certain type of freedom? Is it, you know, like what is, it could be so many things. Like what does that life of success really look like to you? Is it achieving, you know, that corner desk in the office? And then if that is, like ask yourself, is that really what success means to me? You know, I'm going to kind of add a part two onto this, but honestly, like you don't know until you have it too at the same time, because even through my journey, like a lot of the things that I have achieved and my husband can agree to this too, it's kind of like once we achieved it, we realized, okay, this isn't as (laughs) great as we thought it would be. Um, So make sure you're clear on what success means to you. Life lesson number 19 monetarily investing in yourself is the fastest way to reach your goals. I kind of said this a few times, I think, in my previous um, bullets, but literally like using money to invest in yourself and in your education is really the fastest way to reach your goals. There's lots of free information out there. You got Google, you got YouTube, you got, you know, eBooks and all of these things. But what I have found is that when you put your money into yourself, into your business, into your growth, that is the fastest way you can reach your goals. You know, whether that's investing in a coach, whether that's paying for an expert's time just to ask questions and get answers quicker, whether that's investing into a mastermind, um, a certain certification, whatever it is, just know that not everything is free. And if you want to get to reaching your goals faster, most likely going to have to put money into it. And me and Kevin, we invested a lot of money into our success. And that is like the number one reason we got to where we were because we couldn't have gotten to where we were without investing all that money because we wouldn't have been in the rooms we were in to get the clients that we've gotten. We wouldn't have learned all the skill sets that we now know um, that help us grow our business if we didn't invest that money and et cetera, et cetera. Literally, don't be scared to invest money if it's going to be good debt, like I had said. Um, And if it's going to be an investment into yourself, that's going to give you an ROI. Number 20, money doesn't buy happiness. But, 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 money does buy you options. And options give you freedom. So yes, it's true, money doesn't buy happiness. You can have all the money in the world, just like you've seen stories. I've even met people that are rich and famous and they're not happy but money does give you options being broke does not give you options but when you have money 
It gives you options and the options give you freedom. Freedom to do whatever you want with that money. You can travel. You can buy a vacation for you, your best friend, their family, and your family, and somebody else's family that you you met just a day ago just because you can. You can, you know, build schools. You can give to 100 homeless people a day. You can buy a ticket to fly, you know, to a different country with your best friend just because you want to. Literally, it buys options. And it's those options and, and that freedom that give you happiness. Money is not evil. Money doesn't itself doesn't make you happy. But just know that those options that it gives you is what's going to bring you the happiness and it's going to bring you that freedom. Life lesson number 21. We all grow up with money beliefs and habits that hinder us. Kind of like what I just said previously, like money isn't evil. Um, Money doesn't make you a bad person. Being rich doesn't make you a bad person. I mean, there's so many different types of beliefs that are attached to money that we get from our parents and our friends and society and the things that we consume, but just know that these are the things that are limiting you from achieving the abundance that you so, so, so dearly deserve um, and can receive and achieve. A great book that I love listening to and reading is called You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero, and it's such a great book at just helping you get in the mindset of letting go of those beliefs and opening yourself to receiving wealth and monetary abundance. So definitely download that book on Audible or buy that book at a bookstore because it's definitely one that you should always revisit or listen to, which I do all the time, um, because it's those limiting beliefs, you know, that really hold people back from getting those options that give you the freedom to do whatever you want in your life and to do good in the world. Life lesson and number 22, closed mouths don't get fed. Um, This is a really powerful like statement and quote that I like to remind myself of because me as an introvert, as a quiet person, as a passive person, person mostly that which is something I constantly work on and as someone as a child as I'm bringing up childhood trauma um, as a child who feared you know questioning authority and actually sharing my voice um, and you know talking back and questioning things and asking for what I want etc etc this statement closed mouths don't get fed really applies to me and maybe applies to you too that's listening Um, because as an adult, I've had to work through, you know, opening my mouth and speaking and sharing my voice and, you know, making a stance, asking for what I want, going for what I want, creating opportunities for myself. Um, so this is just a statement that I always have to ask or tell myself because in those moments that like, I feel like I screwed myself or that I went, you know, went through a shitty situation or whatever, majority of the time it's because I didn't open my mouth. I didn't ask for what I want or I didn't stand up for myself or, um, I didn't, you know, create the opportunity I wanted or whatever it was. And, you know, because my mouth was closed, I didn't get fed. I didn't get fed the opportunity or I didn't get to it be fed that money or that goal or whatever it is so just know closed mouths don't get fed and if you want something use your voice stand up for yourself 
Um, and don't let people walk over you and create your own opportunities. Life lesson number 23 is all jobs you have are valuable. Now, this really just means like whatever jobs you, you have currently or have had in the past, no matter how shitty they were or how unhappy they made you, they're all valuable. And even if you're in a job currently that you hate, make sure you are asking yourself, like, what can I take away from this job? What can I learn today? Um, even like every day going in, if you can just say, as long as I learn something new today that I can take on with me, like that's what matters because all the jobs that I've had, you know, I waited tables for seven years. I was a paint night instructor. Um, I did freelance graphic design. I was the graphic, had some graphic design jobs. I've, I've learned so much in each job and there were so many moments where like I hated a lot of them or hated a lot of the time working uh, during those jobs, but those skill sets that it gave me, um, I get to use every day in my businesses and in my life. And, you know, it's hard when you're like unhappy or you hate a job to find something good out of it. Um, but it's actually those things that you learn that you most likely hate. It's those things that will actually get you f- really far in life and in the jobs and the businesses that you, you have and you create. Number 24, you have to put yourself first before helping others. You know, I'm sure you've heard this, the idea and concept of like, you know, putting on your oxygen mask before putting it on others, you know, being 100% full before you can give any part of you. Because if you're not full, how can you give a part of you to somebody? How can you help somebody? How can you put forth effort into a relationship if you yourself aren't 100% full? So, in your 20s, or at least in my 20s, I always felt like because you kind of, I'm kind of like still figuring things out, like I would say yes to things and I would put other people before myself and I would just like put myself on the back burner because I felt like I had all the time in the world to put myself first and just right now was just not a convenient time to put myself first. But in the end, it ended up not doing any good and really always just ended up bad. So definitely put yourself first before you help others. Life lesson number 25, you aren't for everyone and everyone isn't for you. As we're figuring out ourselves in our 20s, you know, because we don't know who we are, we feel like we want to be for everybody. And sometimes we change up our values and our personalities to um, please other people. Maybe you lose yourself, you know, in a job or in a relationship or whatever it is um, because you're trying to be someone you're not. But at the end of the day, you have to remember that you aren't for everybody. And it's okay that those people that are in your life aren't for you. You know, they serve their purpose they, you can still love them, you know, you can still love them and wish them the best, but just know that, like, you have to be around your people and the people you vibe with and align with, and it's okay to know that, like, everyone's not for, for you, and it's okay to be polarizing, it's okay to stand up for what you believe in, and it's totally okay to just be yourself, even if you're weird and quirky or whatever, different, just be yourself. You'll be so much happier 
being yourself in the end than, you know, being someone you're not for a long period of time just to find yourself feeling lost and empty because you're so busy worrying about what other people think and you're so busy wanting to please others. So definitely just know you weren't for everyone. Everyone isn't for you and that is okay. You'll be happier and better off just knowing that and being content with being yourself and attracting those people that are for you. Life lesson number 26. It's okay to say no. I kind of talked on this earlier about me like always saying yes to everything. Um, the more you say no, usually the more happy you're going to be because when you say yes to everything, you're literally draining yourself. You're draining your energy. You're not leaving space for you and the things that you want and the time to take care of yourself. So just know that there's so much power in saying no and that it is okay. Don't feel guilty for saying no. And if you do feel guilty because you're worried about hurting your someone close to you, like their feelings, just let them know and be honest with them and explain to them that, you know, it's not personal or, you know, whatever, give them context, but just know it's okay to say no. And it's definitely okay to say no to people who you don't care about who and who are, aren't important in your life because it creates space for you to do the things that you want. It creates space for you to create time for yourself and it creates space for you to just focus on yourself and breathe and re-energize. Life lesson number 27 it's never too late to follow your dreams and accomplish your goals. One thing that I've learned being in all these different masterminds and going to all these different events on my entrepreneurial journey is that there's so many people of different ages that are successful and have been successful at different times of their life. You know, I've met people who like had a huge success doing something in their 20s and then like losing it all and then like in their 40s they became successful again doing something completely different and like it's just a long never-ending cycle because life is literally just a journey and you're gonna go through so many different things um, throughout your whole freaking life so just know that you know it's never too late no matter how old you are um, to follow your dreams and accomplish your goals even the last um, recent episode where I interviewed uh, Lisa Congdon, she didn't become an artist really until she was in her 40s and now she's 50, you know, and she was never into like the art industry prior to. So she's just one example of the many that show that it's never too late to, you know, achieve your dreams and accomplish your goals and be successful. Number 28, your mind and body should always be a priority. In our 20s, we hustle, we work hard to achieve our goals, a lot of us, and we have lots of things happen to us. We have relationships, sometimes kids, just all sorts of things. Um, but just always rem remember that like your mind and your body should always be a priority. The things you put into your body, you know, um, exercise, um, meditation, praying, like whatever works for you, your mind and your body is like the one thing that you own and have control over and you only got one of them so you should definitely take care of it and no job no person no thing should take priority over that because it kind of goes back to that like you needing to be full in 100 if your mind and your body 
isn't right. Like you're not going to be able to actually, you know, do your best at being a good friend or a good coworker or a good employee or a good CEO or whatever it is. So just make sure you're always putting your mind and body first. Life lesson number 29 is kind of a random one, but animals are a godsend. And this is a life lesson to me because I've always loved animals. I had pets growing up, um, but it wasn't until like I was an adult, like in my 20s, that I really like admired and appreciated the unconditional love that my doggies give me. And I've learned so much just from being a fur parent, like patience and love and the type of things they go through. And like, they just make you feel better and happier when you're going through things. And even like environmentally, just, you know, I never knew all the stuff that went on in the industry and just learning more about like what I put into my body when it comes to meat and animals and just all of that. Um, I really feel like animals are a godsend, especially your, your pets, and they allow you to like really grow your empathy towards other things other than yourself and other than humans, and they're just such an important thing to life. And if you are going through hard times or if you want something to take care of, like literally pets, it doesn't have to be a dog, it could be anything. Like animals, literally, they're just amazing things to have in your life to take care of and they've just taught me so much in life and life lesson number 30 last but not least is learn how to build wealth and invest as early as possible now I know this is really hard in your 20s because you're young and you're getting adult money for the first time and you want to get the things that you always wanted to get and whatever it is there's lots of different things going on in your life in your 30s Um, but this is something that I'm really excited for in my thirties and beyond is really building wealth and investing more into things that build long-term wealth, um, and thinking about things that are more long-term versus short-term and like thinking less about materialistic things, which I was never really materialistic. Um, but we did spend a lot of money on lots of stupid things and also lots of experiences, which I don't really regret, regret, but I wish we just put some of that money aside into things that built wealth, um, and that were like more long-term investments. So if you're in your twenties or even if you're not in your twenties, learn how to build wealth and invest as early as possible. Me and my husband, we're going to you know, invest in real estate really soon. And we actually already started investing in like stocks and things like that. And we're just like, why didn't we do this sooner? You know, but when you're in your twenties, you, you know, you're young, wild and free and kind of live in that YOLO, you know, lifestyle. You only live once. Um, but definitely start thinking long-term when it comes to building your wealth and thinking about generational wealth and how you want to pass down your legacy Um, or create a legacy for you and your family. Um, It's something that I wish that we did earlier on, um, but if you're listening to this now, definitely start doing that now if you haven't started already. Now, I know that there's probably lots more lessons I learned in my 20s, um, but these were the 30 that first came to mind, and I really had a lot of fun sharing them. It was really cool to kind of reflect on those and kind of really sit on those and take those with me as I move forward into my 30s, which I'm super excited for 
what's to come as far as memories and experiences and all the new things and this new chapter of me and Kevin moving to Houston and all of that, all of that good stuff. So I'm going to just say happy birthday to me. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, definitely do that at Devonna Stimson. If you thought this episode was cool and helpful and interesting, please DM me, send me a message again at Devonna Stimson. It's just my first and last name. Um, and let me know what you thought of this episode or if you have anything to share or add. Um, I'd love to hear from you and, you know, I know I have a lot of new listeners too. So if you're a new listener, definitely follow me. Um, also the Gangstar Creative Instagram account too. Send me a message. Let me know what you're liking about the podcast. And if there's anything you want me to, um, share or talk about, let me know. Or if there's people that you want me to interview, I can definitely reach out to those people. Either way, hit me up. Hope you'll have an awesome week. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more episodes, and share it with a fellow Gangstar creative. I would also be forever grateful if you left a review letting me know what you loved and what you'd like to hear more of. And as a thank you for leaving me a review, I'll gift you both my 10 ways to create a Gangstar brand PDF and 5 ways to boost your online sales PDFs. Just screenshot your review and DM me the picture on Instagram at Devonna Stimson and I'll send it right over to you. Until next time, cheers to annihilating the status quo of the starving artist.